Praise the Lord, everybody. This is Brother J.W. Brand here with God's Whole Word. Amen. I'm so glad to be back with you on this Friday evening. And uh, as always, we will begin with prayer. Dear Lord, we thank you for the opportunity and the privilege once again, God, to come and to share your whole word. Hallelujah. And I thank you, God, that you preserved your word, that we may look into it and find what pertains to life and godliness, that you may lead us on in Jesus' name. And God, we just ask, Lord, that you would uh, open our eyes and our hearts and our minds uh, to hear your word, that it may find a place, a lodging place down deep in our soul, that we may grow from it and that we may learn and be all that you call us to be in Jesus Christ. And in that precious, lovely name, we pray. Amen and amen. And so it is that um, uh, on Tuesday we talked about, began to talk about the suffering servant. And uh, there's certainly so much more to say, so we are going to go on from there. And we talked about on Tuesday in Isaiah 53 how the prophet talked about um, the, the prophecies concerning Jesus Christ and how that he would suffer. And certainly the Lord suffered uh, for us. And so we're going to go on from there. And in 2 Corinthians chapter 1 and verses 3 through 5, it says, Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, hallelujah, and the God of all comfort. Verse 4, who comforteth us in all our tribulation, all of our trouble, hallelujah, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. And verse 5 says, And for as the sufferings of Christ abound in us, so our consolation also aboundeth by Christ. And uh, if we consider uh, verse 6, it says, Whether we be afflicted, it is for your consolation and salvation, which is effectual in enduring the same sufferings which we also suffer. Or whether we be comforted, it is your consolation for your consolation and salvation. And so we read these verses and we find that there's a couple of things that we can look at and see that uh, when we suffer through things in this life, uh, there is times that God makes uh, his comfort available to us. Obviously, you know, uh, the Holy Ghost is the great comforter. Hallelujah. And so uh, sometimes we suffer in this life. And in turn, uh, as God comforts us uh, through the tribulations that we have, the difficulties that we suffer through, then we in turn are able to comfort others in their suffering. In other words, it's a support system that is built in to the family of God. Hallelujah. And, uh, you know, some people say, well, why, why do we have to go through all that? Well, uh, you know, the Bible lets us to know that life certainly is short. We are like a vapor. We're here today and gone tomorrow. We are not here on this earth forever. And so uh, this Lord, life is short. <coughs> I got to get my one cough in before we get going. Y'all know I cough every time I get on here. But uh, anyhow, uh, the thing of it is that we uh, suffer through this life. Life is full of trouble. The Bible lets us to know that. 
And uh, that is that we are born into a broken world. We are a broken people, and so we certainly suffer. But uh, God has made a way through uh, the way that the church is built that uh, as we sometimes suffer, we are able to in turn uh, feel, absolutely feel how someone else uh, may uh, feel about their suffering. You may not feel exactly what they are going through. You may not feel exactly what their grief may feel like, but you have uh, a, a type of uh, something that you can feel down in your soul to be able to know, look, I can relate to that. I, I can relate to how that person is feeling. I may not know exactly what they're going through. I may not feel exactly what they're feeling because, you know, uh, we all, we're all different and we all uh, suffer differently and feel grief differently and all those kind of things. But God has made it such that uh, with what we're going through, he said, look, I'm going to be there. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. We've got to remember that now. We've got to remember that the Lord said he's never going to leave us. He's never going to forsake us. He's going to be there through thick and thin because the Lord knows this life is short and full of trouble. But he said, I'm going to be there and I'm going to comfort you. I'm going to help you on out. And in turn, it's just this uh, constant thing where uh, God is there to comfort us. But then because of the suffering we've been through, we are able to turn around and comfort others. And that is uh, meant to be that way until it's all over on this side. Hallelujah. Because when we get over yonder on that side, when we get over yonder in glory, hallelujah, he said there'll be no more pain or sorrow or sadness. There'll be no more crying. There'll be no more dying. Hallelujah. But in the meantime, there's going to be some suffering. There's going to be some trouble. And uh, we need to be there for one another and help each other out. So that is uh, one of the things about uh, this verse. And then when you look at verse 6, it says that whether we be afflicted, it is for your consolation and salvation, which is effectual in enduring the same sufferings which we also suffer, or whether we be comforted, it is also for your consolation and salvation. You say, well, how is it that suffering can somehow work uh, to help us through our salvation? Because, you see, there are so many people that suffer greater possibly than we ourselves. We can probably always find somebody that might be suffering uh, for the cause of Christ greater than we would know. And when we see that suffering that they go through, I remember one time I had read a story and my heart was just broken that uh, there was uh, some young men in another country and because they declared the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior and they said, we will not, uh, we will not, give up that name. We will not deny the Lord. We will uh, not refuse him. He is our Savior. And they were unfortunately beheaded. And my heart just, just sank that this would go on. But it certainly did. It certainly has. And uh, But I want to tell you, when you look at those things and you see those things, sometimes, even in that worst type of situation that you can can't even imagine, just cannot imagine that somebody would suffer for the name of Christ like that. But certainly even in the early church, we find uh, as we look through history that there were those that suffered a great deal, some of them uh, dying uh, for the cause of Christ, some of them literally uh, going through so many different terrible ways of dying uh, that were brought about them because people uh, began to persecute them in such 
terrible, terrible ways. And so sometimes when we look at that and, and we feel maybe the suffering we're going through and the struggles we're going through, we can kind of be able to look back and say, you know, there's somebody that went through this worse than I. And it tends to somehow give us uh, a little bit of strength. Even though it may sound odd and strange, it can somehow give us a little bit of strength that if they could go through what they did, I can certainly go through what I'm going through. Now, that doesn't mean that uh, our suffering is, uh, I don't mean to belittle it. I don't mean to make it think, uh, anybody to think at all that I'm thinking that uh, uh, any of our suffering is easy because uh, different people are made differently. You know, the Lord has done a work. I'll tell you what, when he made individuals, he sure enough did. Each and every one of us are made individually by God. And uh, some of us, can handle maybe less than others. There's some people that just cannot, uh, excuse me, can't, can't handle. I start to say can't and cannot all at the same time. Can't not. Anyway, they cannot handle uh, some things that maybe another person might be able to handle more than another. And, and that is certainly true in life. We see the, that happen many times. Now, what I would like you to, to uh, do, if you would, uh, if you would uh, uh, be so uh, kind, if you will, to go to the book of Philippians, if you're bearing with me tonight. I know I'm not the greatest speaker. I'm not the greatest teacher at all. For I mean, I, I just look at I, as if I'm just in the bottom of the barrel of everybody, you know, teaching and all. But it's just what the Lord put in my heart to do, and I'm hoping I can be a blessing to somebody somewhere. If I can be a blessing to just one person, I, I feel like I've done what the Lord wants me to do. So uh, Philippians chapter 3, verses 7 through 10 says... Uh, chapter 3, 7 through 10. It says, But what things uh, were gained to me, those I kind of lost for Christ. Now this is the Apostle Paul talking. And he certainly, through this uh, passage of Scripture and the rest that we're going to read here in a minute, we find that the Apostle Paul suffered much loss. He suffered a great deal of loss. Now he doesn't tell exactly what all those things are. But certainly we know uh, from the scripture that the apostle Paul uh, he was uh, in that elite group you know we talk about the Pharisees and, and all of that kind of thing but we've got to remember you know the apostle Paul was a Pharisee he said I was a Pharisee of the Pharisees and so uh, the thing of it is that uh, and many Pharisees were well to do and all of this kind of thing and they had a lot of um, uh, recognition and a lot of honor and all of those things but all of those things seemed to have fell by the wayside when he took on uh, the Lord Jesus Christ as his Savior. And, and people began to ridicule him and come against him and persecute him. And so uh, he lost. He lost a great deal. And it says, but what things were gained to me? He said, I may have gained a lot of things along the, the way. He said, but when I lost him, he said, I, 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 he said I, I, I don't mind that I lost it for Christ. And verse 8, Yea, doubtless, I count all things but lost for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord. Hallelujah. For who am, whom I have suffered the loss of all things and do count them but dung that I may win Christ. In other words, he said, look, he said, I've lost all these things. He said, but I count it 
he literally counted it as a blessing because he said the excellency of the knowledge of Christ. He said everything that I can gain in knowledge about the Lord Jesus Christ, that is greater value than anything I could have had in this life. Anything that I could have gained in this life, it is not worth what it is that I have gained in the knowledge of knowing the Lord Jesus Christ. There is something about having a relationship with the Lord that is like no other relationship. You can have a relationship with, uh, you know, your great love. You know, somebody you get married to, you're married to for 50, 60 years or whatever you got going on. Uh, it, it, and, and your love grows and all of that. That's a wonderful thing. And you got children and that love that you have between your children and the parents, uh, uh, children to their parents and all that. When you find relationships and families that truly love one another, it's a wonderful thing to see. And, uh, and it's a great thing to see in all the turmoil we got going on in this world. And you've got so many parents turning against the children and, and children turning against their parents. And so when you see uh, some family that is uh, just got this deep love for one another it's a wonderful blessing to see but the thing of it is there ain't nothing i tell you what there is nothing that can compare to the wonderful relationship that you can have with the lord jesus christ and and the more that we know of him i tell you what the more hallelujah the more that I study about the Lord, the more that I know about the Lord, I tell you what, it's a blessing. Hallelujah. It's a blessing to my soul to know the blessed Savior and, and all that he did for you and I to save us and to deliver us from our sins. What a good God that he is. Hallelujah. And so this is what the Apostle Paul was saying. He said, I count it all but dung. He said, everything I had before. Everything I had before, all that I owned before, everything, all the education I had before, all of the things of monetary gain in this world I had before. He said, I count it like dung. Y'all know what dung is. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Everybody know what that is. I don't have to explain that. Everybody know, uh, you know, especially live out in the cow, out, out with the cows. We all know what that is. Yes, sir. And I, I don't live out by the cows now, but I used to live on the farm. And I tell you what, you had to watch out where you're stepping. But anyhow. And he said, I count that all done. He said that I may win Christ. There's something about getting your mind made up. Hallelujah. I've got to win Christ. I've got to get the Lord down in my soul. I've got to get him deep in my mind and in my heart and in my soul. Because one day I'm going to meet him. Hallelujah. And it's going to be a wonderful thing. And so those, uh, those are things that you can't put value on. You know how they'll, uh, people say, well, this... Uh, painting was priceless or maybe this piece of jewelry was priceless and so on i'm gonna tell you what you can't put a value on your relationship with the lord and all of that that we gain out of the lord and so our suffering if we look at what we gain with the lord our suffering can seem almost minimal and you say well you just don't know what i've gone through i don't know what you've gone through but i sure enough know what i've gone through and i'll tell you what i've been through a lot and, uh, but I can tell you, there's nothing like the Lord. He's, he's such a good God, and God can help you out. And I know that might seem trite to some people when you hear it. They just say, oh, you're just saying passing words. No, I'm telling you something that is real. This is a real thing. This relationship with Jesus Christ, it's a real thing. I'm telling you what the Lord, hallelujah, glory to God. The Lord literally will come inside of your soul and live down in there and give you peace through the suffering you go on through. I promise you the Lord will never leave you. If you just put your hand in his head, the Lord will walk you through anything that you may be going through. No matter how difficult it is, the suffering and the pain, 
I'm going to tell you what, when we see Jesus, it'll be worth it all. Hallelujah. And so, uh, in verse 9, he said, And be found in him, not having my own righteousness. we got to be found in the Lord with his righteousness. He said, which is of the law? He said, now, my own righteousness would be what came from the law. Now, the law was good and the law was holy and the law was right. But what it could not do is save us. But it sure could point us to our sin. But it could not save us. We needed the righteousness of somebody to come along that was holy in all things. Never to sin ever. And Jesus Christ is the only place you can find that. The Lord is the only one that no guile was found in his mouth. There wasn't no, no person to go along and trick you and fool you. There was no sin in his life. And so he says here, he says, And be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. <clears throat> Amen. And so that's where we want to go. And that certainly will help us to get through any suffering that we have because we know at the end of it all, we are going to be able to uh, enter into eternity uh, with joy that is unbelievable. You can't even put it in words. The Bible says it's joy unspeakable. And then uh, peace that passes all understanding. Uh, I mean, we, we can be given peace by the Lord right now through the suffering we go through. God can comfort us and God can bring peace to our soul. I tell you, uh, we lost our son a little over, about somewhere around three months ago. Um, and uh, I tell you, my world just felt like it was falling apart when I heard that my son had died. And uh, he was only 22 years old, and it just crushed my soul. But um, I tell you, I felt the comfort of God. He has been there to comfort my soul. And I am so grateful for that because uh, truly there's nothing like having the Lord on your side because when you go through suffering and you go through pain and, and, and mourning and grief, it seems like you just can't bear it. You say, Lord, I can't, I can't bear this. Lord, I need you. And the Lord will be there, I promise you. He really will. You say, well, you sound like you're uh, kind of still being, you know, dealing with grief. Well, certainly I am. There's times that I do, and especially during the holidays, there are times when holidays come. Those of us that have gone through grief, especially, uh, you know, um, when it's, you know, it's something you just didn't expect. And uh, even those that you, you, you know that maybe the person has not got long to go and all that, that is even hard in and of itself. And I don't want to minim minimize that at all. I don't want to minimize that suffering at all because that certainly is not uh, true at all. But um, there's also that suffering where, you know, one, one minute you're talking to somebody and then the next next moment you can't. And it's just, a, it stuns you. Uh, and uh, But the Lord can get us on through. He really can. And our suffering uh, is only going to be a little while in this world, I promise you. It's just a little while in this world. But the Lord is there to give us what we need. And, and uh, so we thank God that the faith that He can put in us. In verse 10 it says, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. And so sometimes there is a fellowship with the sufferings of Christ. There really is. And that, friend, is hard to do. Uh, sometimes I, I've seen most recently, 
I've seen where uh, folks are, you know, they're suffering in, in, in a certain sense because many, many people are coming against, against the people of God and they, um, you know, these folks, they want to do what the Lord wants them to do. They, they feel a, a, a desire and, and, and maybe something down in them that moves them to do something that maybe God has drawn them to do. And then the world pushes back. It says, no, you can't do that. You know, I'm reminded of uh, the one actor, I don't remember his name, but he's wrote a book that, uh, and I mentioned this the other day, but, um, and I, I don't mean to just keep, you know, talking about that, but it's just really bothered me. But, you know, the young man uh, wrote, uh, well, I say young man, because I'm, I'm, I'm getting old, I'm getting up there, but uh, anyway, but this young man, he wrote a book, and it has to do with children and, and, and apparently teaching them how to walk uh, with the fruits of the Spirit and growing the Lord and some, something to that effect. But you know, there's people that are just pushing back, say, we don't, we don't want this here, as if it's something evil or ungodly. And that certainly is a suffering, a type of suffering. It, it's, it's painful to watch the world turn against those of, of faith that believe in the Lord. It's really hard to watch uh, and, and to see and actually to be a part of it. I know there's been times that people... Uh, have come against me. I don't even want to go into all that, but um, uh, but certainly there have been things that we probably have all suffered, and and suffering is 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 very difficult. It it weighs on the mind. It it's uh, uh, you know it can be very taxing on the body and all those things. But I tell you, uh, this is something the apostle Paul said. He said that I may know Him and the power of His resurrection. Know that God. Hallelujah. You get baptized with that Holy Ghost and fire, I'll tell you what, you got the power. Oh, hallelujah. You got the power of resurrection in your soul. The power that raised Jesus up from the dead. Hallelujah. On that Sunday morning, glory to God. It's the same power that we've got in our soul when God puts that Holy Ghost down inside of our soul. And it will give us the power that we need to get through our suffering. And he said, in the fellowship of sufferings being made conformable unto his death. You know, sometime uh, we're going to go through suffering. Uh, I, I, I'm going to say this. And I know some people, you may disagree. You can disagree until the day is long. But I'll tell you something right now. If you are honestly walking with the Lord and serving the Lord Jesus Christ, you are going to suffer for his name. One way or another, if you're truly walking with him. Now, if you're not truly walking with him, I'm going to tell you what. Uh, if you're walking like one foot in the world and you got one foot on the other side trying to serve Jesus, you're going to have people that are not going to bother you a bit. They're not, you ain't going to get no suffering for the Lord because you got your foot up in the world. You better get your foot out of that world. The Bible says to come out from among and be separate, saith the Lord. Hallelujah. That's what he said. He said it in the Old Testament. He said it in the New Testament. God mean business. He talked about it two times. You better listen to him. He got a word to say. He said, come out from among them and be your separate, saith the Lord. And so sometimes our suffering that we allow, uh, you know, is because we put ourselves in our own messes sometimes or we get in some places we ought not be. You know, there's some places Christians ought not be. And I, you know, I've seen where I saw, you know, this... Uh, article come up not long ago there was a group that uh, well they went into a restaurant but the restaurant was called a bar and grill now i got something to say and i know some people i told you i'm gonna make some people upset 
you're not going to like everything I say. But uh, it was called the Bar and bar Grill is what it's called. Now, I, I, I've got something to tell you. And you can like it or you can lump it or you can do whatever you want with it. But, um, uh, you know, if, if, if the restaurant says bar and grill and that word bar is there first, maybe it not be a place you ought to go if you claim to be a Christian. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. What are you doing sitting up in a bar anyhow? You, you say, well, it was a bar and grill. They serve food. Well, that's all fine and well. But if the first name is bar, that means they're really catering to people that are going to be drinking and all that kind of thing. Now, you know that's true. You know it's true, and I know it's true. And so the question is, what are you doing in there anyhow? Now, I'm not trying to slam you. I'm not trying to be mean to you. I'm not trying to be hateful to you. Nothing like that. But sometimes we get ourselves in situations that we ought not have got into in the first place because we ought not have been where we were in the first place. And so, uh, you know, we ought to find somewhere else to go where the name, first name ain't Bar. Uh, but anyhow, but if, you know, maybe it was the only place to go in that town. I don't know. I don't know those things. So I'm not trying to slam you up or burn your gizzard or whatever you won't call it. But, um, uh, but, I, but I'm going to tell you. We got to be mindful of where we go. We're supposed to live holy. We're supposed to be separate from the world. We're not supposed to walk where they walk and go where they go. And so, with that said, so there's suffering that goes on. But sometimes we put our place, our, our, ourselves in a place that we're going to suffer, and we did it to ourselves. And we got not do that. We got to we got to be mindful and walk holy and serve the Lord. But when you do that, I'll tell you what: when you walk right and you live for God, people they're going to be upset. And, and part of the reason is because they feel conviction when they're around you. When, when you're living for the Lord, hallelujah, and you're serving God and you're staying full of the Holy Ghost, you're allowing the power of God to, to just flow through you, and you're allowing the Word of God to be a part of your life, and you just want to live for Jesus. I'm going to tell you what, you're going to suffer for the Lord. It's the truth. That's just the way it's going to be, folks, and you're going to have to get your mind made up. But I'll tell you what, get your armor on. Hallelujah. Amen. Get your armor on. Yes, hallelujah. I'm, I'm going to get ready to sing here in a minute. I'll tell you what, we got to get our armor on. Yes, sir, you got to get your war clothes on. Hallelujah. Because we have got to make up our mind and understand this is a fight. It's a spiritual battle we got going on here, and we're going to suffer. Now, sometimes in that spiritual battle, because it is a spiritual battle. You know, the, uh, the enemy is fighting with God's uh, angels, and, and there's a battle going on. And it's a battle that you and I cannot physically see with our eyes, but I'm going to tell you what's going on. And sometimes what happens is it bleeds over down here on the earth, and it affects us human beings. Because it's a battle. It is a real battle. It may be a spiritual battle, but I'm going to tell you what, don't you think one thing that is some kind of little mystical thing, oh, it's just a made-up story. Uh-uh. There's a real battle going on, and when it trickles on down, we begin to suffer at times. It happens. And, but Jesus said, I'm going to be there. He said, I'm going to send the comforter to you. The Lord is going to send the comforter to you. He's going to be there to give you comfort through your suffering and your pain. Amen. And now... Uh, let's uh, go on from there, and we're going to, uh, uh, let's see, we're going to find our way, and we're going to go on to 1 Peter chapter 2. And I'm going to try to wrap this up as quick as I can, but we're going to go on to 1 Peter chapter 2, if you will, if you just bear with me just a little bit longer, uh, you know, and um, uh, all right, here we go. 1 Peter chapter 2, and we're going to read from 19, verses 19 through verse 25. And it says, For this is thankworthy 
If a man for conscience towards God endure grief, suffering wrongfully. Sometimes, friend, we do suffer wrongfully. And, and, and you know, when you suffer wrongfully because you've either been falsely accused, you know, I mean, being falsely accused is one of the most difficult things to deal with. I'm not kidding. I have been falsely accused at times. And I, I tell you what, it's, it is a pain that you can't even explain. It is so difficult because, uh, you know, you, you, you don't want your name to be tainted and you don't want uh, people thinking things that are not true. And sometimes you got people come out of the woodwork and they want false accusation. And, and you know, misery loves company, so you got somebody else come along. But I'll tell you what, if you just hang on to the Lord, if you hang on to the Lord, and God will get you through. He really will get you on through. But sometimes we go through suffering uh, because of that. But um, he said, but sometimes he said, we, we endure the grief and suffering wrongfully. If you've been, you know, if, if you're going through it right now, if y'all are going through it right now and you're suffering wrongfully, know that the Lord sees that. Know that the Lord sees that. We got it right here in the Word, folks. We, we know that God sees this. We've got Peter telling us, look, sometimes we are going to suffer wrongfully. Now, let's look at verse 20. It says, For what glory is it if when we be buffeted for your faults, ye shall take it patiently? But if ye do well and suffer for it, you take it patiently. This is acceptable with God. In other words, he said, look, he said, there ain't no glory in somebody suffering because you did wrong in the first place. Let's say you, uh, you know, you, you did something and, and it caused you suffering and you knew you weren't supposed to do it. But you take that suffering patiently because you knew, you said, yeah, I know I did that. I, I got to pay the price or whatever. And somehow you get through it because you knew you did wrong in the first place. Well, he said, there ain't no glory in that. There's no glory in that kind of patience at all. You, you already knew you did wrong. Well, you got to deal with what you're doing. Or, or you got to pay the piper. So they say, you know, uh, you, you did wrong. Uh, then, then you're going to suffer for that wrong that you did, that you purposely did wrong. But he said, you know, some of us, we can endure patiently through that because we know we're getting paid back for what we did. However, when you've got the tables turned and you are suffering, suffering you know, you've done well, but you're still suffering. You, you've done what was right and you know you did what was right. And yet now everything's turned on you and you're suffering because of one thing or another, whether or not it's just something that has come about, either false accusation or it's, it's uh, uh, you know, because something just uh, looks a certain way and it's just not that way. I, I've seen situations that come up and it's so unfortunate because uh, years down the line, you see some people that have been exonerated and, and they were wrongfully accused and all of those things. But now they've lost so much already because of, uh, you know, uh, either the wickedness and foolishness of somebody else. Uh, false accusation of others and all that and uh, it, it's hard to deal with but but it says here he said he said but if when you do well and you suffer for it and you take it patiently this is acceptable to god you say well, why would that be acceptable to god 
Because I'll tell you what, patience is a fruit of the Spirit. It shows that something is really, hallelujah, something has really taken hold in your heart. Something has got a hold of your soul. And the Lord can see that he's able to get through to you. And something is really happening down in your soul because you're able to get this patience and you're able to endure even through this suffering that you're going through that you ought not be going through because you didn't do wrong. You did well. But God sees and he says, I know there's a real thing going down in that person. So I know there's a change that's happened inside of them because I can see the patience that they're getting on through with this. Hallelujah. And you know what? I'll tell you something else and let the devil know you ain't going to get me down. You're not going to tear me down. You may have done this, but I am not going to be torn down. I got the patience of the Lord. I'm going to get on through because God's going to help me and he's going to comfort me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And so uh, it goes on to say, in verse 21, for here, even here in two, we, uh, we, oh, excuse me, let me read one more time. For even here unto were ye called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that ye should follow his steps. And so, friend, it's not easy when we suffer, but we've got to follow in the Lord's steps. And you say, well, you you just saying that, and that's probably easy for you because you ain't never done, never been uh, through nothing. I'll tell you what, if you knew some things I've been through, you'd understand that's not true. But I, I can say it because I have felt those things. I have dealt with those things. But I, I can truly say this. I've also seen where the Lord is faithful. He truly is. He's faithful to get you through some of the most difficult and the most horrible times in your life and the most painful li uh, times in your life he uh, and, and 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 the most grievous times in your life god can get you through if you're willing to walk in his steps because that means if you're walking in his steps he's right there with you he's right there with you he's going to guide you and he's going to lead you folks he's going to help you on through and so let's look at verse 22 and it says uh, it's talking about the Lord who did no sin because we're talking about it says we follow in his steps and then it says who did no sin and neither was God found in his mouth you can trust the Lord he's he's one you can really really trust to get you on through everything because he was faithful in all things in verse 23 it says who when he was reviled reviled not again when he suffered he threatened not but committed himself to him that judgeth righteously and that's what we got to do, folks. We got to commit ourselves to God Almighty and allow Him uh, to be the judge because one of these days we're going to meet the Lord. And I know some people say, well, I know, but I'm tired. I remember saying something to one somebody that I know, and I've really tried to encourage them because they, they have gone through so much suffering in their body, and I just try to encourage them as much as they can. And, uh, you know, and, and I said, you know, I'm... I'm I know that one day we're going to get a new body, and, and that's a wonderful thing to look forward to. And uh, this sister, wonderful sister in the Lord, she just uh, suffers so much, and she said, yeah, but I wish I could just have a little bit of of uh, some of the easing of the pain now. And I, I tell you, my heart just broke, and it's certainly true. We Sometimes we've just gone through so much pain, and we, we've hurt so much, we just don't know where else to turn. It's just so difficult and, and uh, so painful. But truly, there really is, uh, at, well, 
you know, they'll always say, some folks in the world, they say, you know, there's a, uh, there's, there's a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, they say. Well, I don't say there's a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. I know what's at the end of that rainbow. God's going to put it up in the sky. Hallelujah. And, and, and what the Lord has for us is something this world can never give us, but we're headed there. We are truly headed there. The Lord really is one day going to give us a new body. But we got to hang on. If you're suffering through some terrible pain, just know the Lord suffered great too. And the Lord is going to get you through. If you just hang on and the Lord is going to give you a new body one day, he really will. And if you have suffered wrongfully, know that the Lord has suffered wrongfully. And also know this, there's others like myself and and I know countless of others that have suffered wrongfully. Um, and, And it's a very painful thing. So just know you're not alone. You're not alone in that. They, they really are folks out there that have suffered wrongfully and the Lord has helped them on through. And so, verse 24 and 25, it says, Who his own self bear, bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness by whom stripes you're healed. In other words, you know, the Lord suffered for us. So in turn, we're probably going to suffer for him uh, somewhere along the way, you know, if you're going to live any time on this earth. And this is what I tried to tell my kids that growing up. I said, now, I said, uh, one thing you got to know is the longer you live, eventually you're going to find yourself uh, where there's going to be trouble along the way and there's going to be suffering, there's going to be difficulties. But I, I try to encourage them, you know, but if you put your faith in the Lord, he's going to help you through. He's going to help you get through. And so, but remember, the Lord bear our sins uh upon his body and not just you know we can look at that person and say the lord bear my sins well yes he did but remember he's bore all of our sins remember all the way from adam and eve all the way through everybody that died in the flood everybody that has lived on since then billions upon billions upon billions upon billions of people the lord took all of those sins upon himself upon that tree so he suffered not just for one individual. We can look at ourselves and we can maybe look at ourselves in the mirror and say, well, the Lord suffered for me. Well, that's true. But remember, there's billions upon billions and he took all that upon himself. So his suffering was multiplied so many, many, many times over that you and I can't even imagine. And so uh, just bear through, hold on and hang on and trust the Lord because he's going to help you through. He really, really will. And the Bible says, by his stripes we are healed. And sometimes, it's like my mama. She suffered so much in this life, and she's finally gone on to the Lord and gotten her, uh, you know, herself uh, in a place of peace and comfort. Thank the Lord. And, uh, you know, the Lord promises in the Scriptures that one day those bodies going to rise up and God's going to uh, give us a, a different kind of body. It's going to be a glorified body. Hallelujah. But... Um, uh, I remember so many times my mama suffering so much, uh, so much pain and so much uh, struggle and all. It was a very difficult thing to watch and a very difficult thing for her to go through. I, I know that uh, I remember the night that she died and I looked at her face when her spirit left her body and I saw all of her face just relax. And, and it was just amazing. It was, you literally could see it happening right before you. And, and her face just relaxed. And she even looked younger while she laid there. Just so much of that anguish across her face just kind of just stopped. And it just eased. And, and uh, so it, 
it is something that we look at and we see and we know that God has given us a promise. Now, I want to say this, because some of of us, you know, we may have looked through life and we may have suffered so much that we say ourselves, I can't take no more. And you may even contemplated taking your life. Hit, Listen to me. Now, I've been through this too. And I didn't just think about it. I did it. And my heart literally stopped in the emergency room. But thank God. Thank the Lord that he raised me up and got my heart starting again and gave me an opportunity to keep serving him. And it was two years after that that God baptized me with the Holy Ghost and fire. And I thank the Lord for that. Yes. So, but listen to me. That's not the way out. It's not a way out. You got to hang on. And I promise you, uh, if you just hang on to the Lord, the Lord's going to get you through because tomorrow's a new day. There's a better day coming if you just hang on. And uh, verse 25, it says, For ye were as sheep gone astray, but are now returned unto the shepherd and bishop of your souls. There's a shepherd, friend. There's a bishop, my friend, that loves you beyond all of your imaginations. You can't even imagine how much the Lord loves you. He really, really does. And so I want to encourage you to hang on and uh, I know that the holidays are a difficult time for people. And I just I want to take this time before I close to pray for folks that may be suffering right now. Dear Lord, I thank you for this opportunity one time, one more time, Lord, to come and to share your word and to give a word of encouragement. And I pray that God, anybody who's heard this uh, lesson, word, or whatever you want to call it, Lord, that... Uh, you will just give them strength as they call on you and they reach out to you, Lord, because I know you're a good God. You are a good God and you're a loving God and a merciful God and you uh, care so much about us. And I just ask God that anybody who's struggling right now, that you would just go to them, Jesus, and that you would put your arms around them and that you would comfort them and that you would let them know that you're there and that you will give them the peace that passes all understanding, Lord, and give them joy unspeakable down in their soul. And I pray that in the name of the Lord Jesus, this would be done. Amen and amen. And you know, the word amen means it is so, I believe it. And may God keep you and bless you until we meet again in Jesus' name.